You're now listening to the Stronger Inside Podcast, where we break down all things regarding health, fitness, and wellness to help you improve your mind, body, and environment. And now, your host, Wayne, a.k.a. Workout with Wayne, and Ernest, a.k.a. Mr. 100 Pounds Down. Welcome back to Stronger Inside Podcast. Ernest, what you got for me today? What's the topic? So today's topic is going to be grocery shopping. How do we shop for health? Okay. Okay. That is really important right now, especially with limited options, depending on where you are in the country and how you're doing. So we're going to run down some strategies and really ways of making sure that you're taking your health and as making your health a priority when you're going to that grocery store. Right. Right. All right. My, I have a phrase goal oriented and that can either apply to fitness or nutrition as well. So my goal is to be as healthy as possible while also being lean. So I'm not looking to accumulate body fat and usually nobody is. <laughs> there are some people who are, but that's usually not the most health conscious thing. That- <laughs> I am not. I am not one of those people either, sir. No. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. No, no. I, I don't think I was ever looking to do it. I just no. kept doing it. It was. <laughs> just it was just. It was just part of. Hey, part of the thing. Yeah. But now you are Mr. Hundred Pounds Down, so you know. Hey, say it, say it again, <laughs> Mr. Hundred Pounds Down. There we go. So things have changed. All right. So really, your grocery shopping should match your health and fitness goals. So it's going to be easier when you are a single person or somebody who has a family that matches all the, you know, all you guys are on the same page. But mm. that's rarely the case. So who does the grocery shopping is going to be a huge part of things and kind of how you guys uh, coordinate and you know either compromise. That, that, that's a whole thing in itself. So let me ask you, Ernest, how do you do that? Who does the shopping in your house? Uh, Normally, uh, we both will go to the store together uh, when there's, when time permits. But if we need to go to the store and someone wasn't able to go, it would just kind of be either or thing. Uh, We try to go with the list uh, and we try to knock it out that way. I would probably say if I had to put a number on it, it was might be, you know, if we're not together going, it might be like 60, 40. I probably go more than her. Okay. Okay. Um, so when you are shopping and you guys are on the same page, mm-hmm. you have a, your son's four, right? Yes. Correct. Um, how do, How does that work? Is he on the same page as you guys, or do you guys have some things that maybe you might not eat and you buy for him? How does that work? So, yeah, so uh, there's things that we uh, allow him to eat uh, that we don't partake in as far okay. as like, snacks and things like that. There's a uh, – sometimes you have – well, a lot of times you have to tell him no because, you know, sometimes you go down an aisle. Let's say you just want to get some flour or you want to get some – uh, vegetable oil or something like that and that aisle is next to all the cakes and the brownies and the cookies and the you know just the candy and stuff like that and so 
you know, they want all that type of stuff. But you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna get that all the time. So we well, have I hope to tell you're not them. buying either of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so you're not getting that all the time. So we're not going to uh uh partake in that. So you have to tell them no and you have to, you know, let them know he can't have that. And look, we got this thing for you, whatever that's not full of all that sugar and stuff. So okay. you'll be happy with that, yeah. And then it's a little bit easier for you because the age of your son and the size of your family. Um, a lot of people out there, they have larger families, older children who right. are more uh, vocal about what they want. Maybe a spouse is not on the same page, uh, which you and your wife are. But sometimes we haven't, al- we haven't always been, though. Yeah. So how, how did that go when, you know, you one person was looking to buy some things that the other person was not? So before we started working out with you, um, you know, and I was, you know, 390 plus. We're not going to say 400 because we don't know. 390 plus. Well, <laughs> last episode, you said it was over 400. More than likely, <laughs> but I never saw the scale. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, 390 plus. So uh, so before before we started working out with you, uh, she was doing, uh, she was more in tuned with being fit and being more healthy. So she was doing, you know, the Weight Watchers and um, that type of stuff. And so she was you know, trying to be more healthy in the way she shopped and went to the grocery store and things like that. And at the time I wasn't really concerned with, with that. And so it was, it was me bringing stuff into the house that, you know, was a trigger for her or when she was, you know, when she uh, had moments of quote unquote weakness and kind of fell back towards that baseline, um, which she's used to, I wasn't that voice telling her, oh, no, let's not do that today. Or let's, uh, let's, let's cook instead of ordering pizza. Let's, um, let's have this instead of that. And so okay. uh, at, at that were... point I was <laughs> enabling very much. So the bad behaviors and the bad uh, or the unhealthy behaviors and the unhealthy food choices. Well, it wouldn't even be so much enabling because you were bringing those things in yourself. So it wasn't as if you were, letting your guard down it was more so her kind of gravitating towards what you were doing yeah yeah but it, and even when even in her her attempt to be better it's hard to be better when you it's hard to eat a s- salad when the person next is eating you know uh meat lover's pizza it's, <laughs> it's going to yeah. be pretty difficult to and enjoy that salad and be happy with, and be happy with what you had that's very true and that is why really trying to get your family on the same page as you um, is so important because it's just going to make that journey that much harder. You can't control other people, can't control your spouse, but if you can really get everybody on the same page, especially young children, they, they, they will adjust. Parents out there, I have a five-year-old, Ernest has a four-year-old, trust me, they will adjust. If you create the environment for them because they know they don't have money. So <laughs> they, they, they're not buying this stuff. You are. Uh, really kind of to move along from that, Ernest, like you said, you do the grocery shopping and your house about 60-40. And regardless of who's doing the shopping, there has to be a plan. So where you shop doesn't matter as much as most people think. Um, it's going to be some more about, it's going to be more so about the food choices. So 
sometimes it is a cop out to say, I can't be healthy because I don't have the money or the access to shop at Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or um, there's a mom's organic in this area in Arlington, Virginia, um, even a Wegmans. So those places are great for finding healthy options, but they're not the only places. And you can get fresh produce, whole grains, and other things that we're going to talk about in this episode at more of the standard grocery store, whether it be a Safeway, Giant, Food Lion, Harris Teeter. Uh, you got places in the Midwest, uh, Jewel, Osco, whatever, wherever you may be, there are places that have these things. And for you to say, I can't be healthy because I can't go to the, you know, the most healthy, uh, trendy shop, that's not true. So, Ernest, where do you, where do you guys normally shop? So, uh, we normally shop at this uh, small chain store. You might have heard of it, uh, uh, Walmart. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, you might, mom I don't know pop. if you have one. Of, yeah, little pop mommy shop. pop. Yeah, little mom, <laughs> mommy, mommy Wally, Poppy Wally. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have one in your area. I've ever heard of it, but yeah, we normally <laughs> stop there. Uh, if we don't go there, there's a grocery store right down the street from us uh, called Wise. It's kind of on the line of like a food line okay. um, type of store. So that's normally where we shop. Okay. Yeah, I, I do a lot of my shopping, whether it be at a Safeway or even a Harris Teeter. Um, so th these, these are still good options, still good places where you can make healthy, solid decisions. So don't let that be a, uh, don't let that be a hurdle saying that I can't make those decisions because I shop at, you know, XYZ. Now, if the only place you can shop is a corner store or something like that, then you're in a food desert or something like that, then yes, you're going to probably have to travel a little bit further to get these, these options. So, um, when you're shopping at these places, I, I really stress that you should join that value club so that when you go back each time you are saving that money, because good thing about eating healthy is you're going to spend less on food outside the house. And when you're in that value club, you're going to save even more money. So eating healthier does help your budget. A lot of times we hear it the other way around to where somebody goes, Hey, I, I, I can't eat healthy because it costs too much, you know? Um, a lot of times if you, for example, if you go get pre-cut watermelon or pineapple or something, or even the vegetables in some of these stores, it's going to be a markup because it's a service charge, a packaging charge. But if you go into the produce section and you actually buy a pineapple, you buy a watermelon or whatever it may be, a zucchini that you're going to work with that's not pre-cut, it's going to be cheaper and you can buy it in bulk. So that's just a way of really seeing that eating healthy is going to save money, not cost you more money. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've, uh, the last week I went to the store and I bought some, some pineapples and some grapes and some strawberries and, uh, I prayed the premium to be already cut oh man yeah i definitely did that but because i you know i'm home and i can do all the cutting you know we're working from home and stuff like that i i definitely can cut it and do all that but i think i feel like it, it's going to sit on the counter probably longer if i have to cut it i feel like it's probably going to go bad if i gotta do all that so i figure if it's already pre-cut i just gotta open the package and eat it but i do understand how you know I did act, pay more for the the, the item then, and I got less. 
I could have bought if, a whole I could have bought a whole <laughs> pineapple, had more pineapple, yeah. and paid you know probably a dollar less, but you know I had to put in the work to cut it all up and something. Yeah, like that. and, and that's a choice. And if you're conscious of that choice, then hey, there there's there's no problem in that. But just understanding that that is what's happening is as a part of having your strategy. What you just said will take me to something that I use. Uh, we're gonna talk about vegetables. Um, when when I shop and I go in, there is a strategy. And I'm either going all the way to the right, or if I'm in another store, you know, whether it be like a Harris Teeter or something like that, I'm going all the way to the left. And basically, I'm starting with vegetables, fruit, and these are the most important things in your diet. So um, to talk about what you just said, you know, looking at the convenience of it, after I buy the things that I buy um, from this section, I actually get home and I chop them up. And I will chop them up, put them in containers so that when I'm ready to cook or I'm ready to eat them, they are already ready. And I can either make a salad, I can make a stir fry, I can um, just add them to something. And I'm not worried about doing the labor already. So that's hmm. a strategy that I use. And maybe somebody else might uh, put that into what they do. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good, man. I might, uh, I might try to myself. Yeah. I, I mean, just one, once, once I get home, I just get to chopping, <laughs> chop it up and then mm. it's done. Um, but yeah, vegetables, you need to get about four to five servings per day. If you don't know what a serving of vegetables are, you want to look at your fist and that is going to be uh, a serving of vegetables. That could be, you know, green leafy vegetables, spinach, certain types of lettuce, but you really want to make sure that you're getting that amount of vegetables. Uh, if you fall short a little bit, that's fine. It's uh, even more so important to get that variety. So getting different colors and you can't go wrong with any vegetables. It's not really here for me to say buy this uh, particular vegetable because they're all going to cover all your micronutrient needs and that's going to be vitamins and minerals. You know, when we hear vitamins, a lot of people think of pills. <laughs> but what about the actual food that we can get right. them from? So right. uh, it's funny. I do a nutrition quiz with all my clients, especially my new clients. And there's been times where I'll say, what's your favorite five vegetables? And I've had people fall short and only name three. So that kind of tells us where we are with vegetables as a country or, you know, just that it, it's, it could be better. And when your mindset changes, you're able to try new foods. And that's something that we kind of went through at one point, Ernest, and what you're still working on. And we all are, we all are working on that. So uh, what, what were some new things that you incorporate in your diet once you started making some changes? Uh, Asparagus. Okay. Uh, we had asparagus uh, a few times. I ordered it at a restaurant too. Now the restaurant asparagus is huge. It's way too big. <laughs> way too big. It's like it felt like it was like forty pieces of asparagus when you chopped it all up. But okay. it was fun. But it, it but it didn't it didn't taste bad. Um. And so I, I actually enjoyed it. So it was good. Um. What else? Brown rice, whole wheat. Um, well, just, just just vegetables for right now. Oh, excuse me. So so vegetables. Um, so the asparagus, the uh, eat more broccoli. Um, we ate broccoli before, but now I've incorporated uh, incorporated uh, a lot more. Okay. Um, do would beans fall under this category also? No. Okay. 
So, so you're not, so you're not learning anything from your trainer. Okay. <laughs> I can send you the nutrition quiz later today. If you want to read it. No, 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 no. So, so. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you, man. You were referring to green beans, right? You were referring to green, green beans. beans. Correct. Green, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so green beans, uh, broccoli, um, carrots, uh, peas, but what was new for you? Was it just more so the asparagus? The asparagus was new. I had, uh, what else did I have? Um, there was something. Oh, so a lot more peppers. So peppers, okay, okay. kind of a new thing for us also. Um, um, we incorporated the peppers and then spinach. Uh, so asparagus, peppers, and spinach has been probably the, the primary uh, okay. new new foods that we've uh, incorporated Good. into our diet. Yes. Good. And, and that's really where the change happens to where you say, and you look at your, your patterns before, or you may look at maybe even your upbringing, your childhood, or just the way your family does things. And you, you have to say, is this the most, is this the healthiest thing I can be doing? If the answer is no, then it's okay to break away from that. Um, we want to really, really, really be selfish in that to where you say, hey, I have to do this for me. If you guys want to eat this way, then that's fine. But I'm going to incorporate these things in my diet. And, you know, maybe Thanksgiving, Christmas, you go back home. Hey, go ahead. Have at it. But uh, making those changes, like you said, Ernest, are really important because yes. some and it's not even necessarily maybe the the things that you're eating are new, but possibly a, a way of eating them because. For, for me growing up, there were a lot of canned vegetables versus me. Now I use a lot of uh, fresh vegetables and I saute them. Uh, I do like my vegetables with a little bit of crunch on them. So that's just a different way of doing it. And it would be a little bit more healthy versus a canned option because of sodium and different things like that. So uh, just, just, just stepping outside your box and making sure that you get those, 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 uh, those vegetables. What about uh, frozen vegetables? Those those are fine. I, I have no problem with frozen vegetables, especially now. Uh, people just have no idea if there's going to be a break in the in the food chain and uh, in the supply chain, excuse me. And they want to have something ready because you can't buy fresh stuff and it's not going to uh, be around for longer than a week or so. So really having something in your freezer, whether it be whatever your favorite vegetables are, that's going to go a long way. And they really don't lose too much uh, of the nutrients. Now, canned vegetables on the other end, that's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I would lean towards either the fresh or the frozen. Uh, because again, you want micronutrients, which are the vitamins and minerals. When you're not eating vegetables, you are nutrient deficient. And that is where a lot of people are falling under, especially in Western culture, which you call the Western diet. And that's something we'll talk about another time. But yeah, if you're not eating vegetables and you're just eating meat, and processed carbohydrate, uh, you are not getting the vessels you need, even if you think you're taking a multivitamin. So uh, my vegetable intake has changed a lot growing, since growing up. What about yours? Uh, is, well, is it vastly different? Uh, I would think so. It, it's vastly different from 18 months ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, it, I mean, I think, like you said, when I said, uh, when we started tracking our food, that was probably eating a vegetable a day, maybe one a day yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And so now I'm, I'm incorporating vegetables at every, every time I eat um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm trying, I, I, I make sure I incorporate uh, something um, 
with some color to it. bring some color to the plate, like you say, right? Yeah. So I try to. Um, I think my my eating vegetables has has drastically changed. Now, uh, the variety could use some improvement. And as a matter of fact, when I went to the store over the weekend, I did try to find some zucchini. Oh, um, I, look I, at I did, that. Right. Look I did try that. to find some zucchini and I didn't find any zucchini. I was like, why? how does the store not have any zucchini? And I came back home and I was like, and my wife said, you didn't get the zucchini. I said, no, I didn't get it. I couldn't find it in the store. She was like, you couldn't find it in the store. They always got it. So I'm like, let me, let me Google what this thing looks like. Right. And I'm like, I know what it looks like. I've been to a hibachi. They chop up the zucchini every time, right? <laughs> so I go and I look it up, and it says, uh, like, it says, it showed a picture of it, and it said that it's some type of squash, right? It is a squash, yeah. Right. And so when I was like, oh, <laughs> they had it at the store, but it said squash. It didn't say zucchini. And I was like, I don't want no squash. Because I had, I, <laughs> Did you, I, well, the, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. So you, you skipped over the green zucchini? Because of I, the label, absolutely. Okay. This is squash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but you know what's that? That little rainbow thing. The more you know, <laughs> the more you know. See, and and now you, and that's part of the process. You're learning, learning step outside your box, and the next time you'll be good to go. Right, because I've had, like I said, I've had zucchini before um, when I'm out at restaurants and things like that, but I've never prepared it myself at home, and I wanted to. You know, yeah. try it because that's that's something that we don't eat normally, but that's something I know I I um I can't eat and I can't enjoy. Okay. Um, but I guess mentally in my in my mind when I saw squash, I was like, well, this can't be it. Even though I'm, I'm like, I, this is what it looks like, but I'm like, this can't be it because it doesn't say zucchini. So I was <laughs> looking for that word. But okay. I, I I've had bad memories about squash. I had bad I had bad uh um episodes of squash growing up that was a vegetable that my father really enjoyed okay and we ate a lot of it and it was the yellow squash and it was like yeah. and he made it like spicy and it was it was trash and so <laughs> and so i vowed to myself that when i grew up to be a man i wasn't going to eat any yeah. more squash oh man I, so, I was not a huge fan of squash either yeah, so so I, I feel your pain yeah but um. i will go back and get it next time i'm in the store i will there we go. Yeah. And like we said, a lot of times it's just how the food was prepared, possibly, that right. may have turned us off to certain things. Um, I have never been a fan of uh, canned spinach, but I do saute spinach and even put it in pastas. I do, when I do smoothies, I use spinach as a base because you don't taste it there. But I have no problem with spinach. It's just, it, you know, I'm just not on the Popeye plan. I, yeah. I just can't do the, the canned spinach. Right. Not my thing. Um, so I have a question about spinach. I want to. I want to make sure we stay on track. But the question about spinach. So, when you say you want to have a um, fist size of vegetables, so yeah. a fist size of spinach. Once you sauté it, that kind of shrinks down. So it's it's the fresh when when I grab it out of the container or whatever. That's the fist size I want. Not Definitely. The, not Definitely. the cook. Not. I don't want it to be the fist size after it's cooked. That would be a ridiculous amount of spinach. <laughs> a lot of spinach. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. You okay. got it right, man. You got it right. Once it cooks down, that's fine. All right. Uh, let's move from vegetables into fruit. Sometimes, for some reason, in you know, last couple of years, a lot of people using these different diets have given fruit a bad name because of sugar. Um, I just don't see a problem with anything that grows from the earth. So when, when we're talking about uh, getting fruit, it falls in the same category as vegetables in terms of 
can't go wrong with any type of fruit really. Now, if you're uh, depending on your health status and you know whether you're diabetic or anything like that, um, you're not going to eat seven, eight servings of fruit in a day. Uh, you know, sometimes people try juicing and things like that, and they may fall into a, a problem. But if you're eating these things in moderation or even going above, uh, you're going to be fine. So it doesn't matter what your favorite fruit or fruit are. Uh, experiment, try mangoes, try different things that maybe are not part of your culture or maybe not part of uh, the things that you're eating and just, just experiment uh, and get some variety in there as well. What are, what are some of your favorite fruit fruits? Uh, I like apples. I really do. Um, Red or green? I, I do not like Granny Smith apples or any of the, the more yellow ones. So I'm more so of a, uh, man, what are the, the large, uh, like a Gaia, a Gala apple or a, it was like Pink Lady, some of the, something like that, that I enjoy. Um, but with my smoothies, will they be strawberries, um, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries? I used to use those with uh, oatmeal and different things like that. So uh, you make fresh fruit smoothies or frozen? I'll use frozen. So okay. um when it comes to frozen because of uh, just storage and not right. wanting it to go bad, when I'm making smoothies, I'm going to use frozen. When I'm yep. going to just uh, have something maybe on the counter to grab, you know, or a banana or something like that, I'm going to, you know, it's going to be uh, just regular fresh fruit. And then I really stay away from canned fruit. Uh, a lot of them are going to have uh, additional sugar syrups in there. And some of the canning process can eliminate some of the, the nutrients. I know some of them do come in uh, plastic. Uh, and at this time right now, if that's your only option or your best bet, perfectly understand because of uh, scarcity issues. But uh, I would always go fresh, frozen, then canned as my last resort. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, uh, when I went to the store last, I bought some frozen raspberries and blueberries, made a smoothie with a uh, Okay. With those and uh, some mangoes, and so that's that's kind of was a that's one of our things that we we kind of do in the morning. We'll make a smoothie, make a smoothie together, throw some spinach on top, um, and kind of go with our you know egg whites and some toast. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Um, and fruit is that that is what a fruit snack should be. Uh, not not a gusher, not a starburst <laughs> or a Scooby snack. It should actually be fruit. You know, fruit something. Shaped, what about fruit shaped gummies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fruit shaped gummies and Sour Patch Kids. No, 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 no. You know, that's something I talk to and joke with my son about. To where it's let let's eat some real fruit, and he's he's really good about it. I mean, he's to the point where he snacks on vegetables, and you know, to where he'll eat. Uh, cucumber slices, coarse carrots, uh, different stuff like that. So he's he's kind of being raised with a more health conscious uh, mentality. So these things are really second nature for him. Um, and that's why we started even with this list of what to buy. And even when just physically in the grocery store, I'm starting with vegetables and fruit because that is high on the priority list. Think about it. If I asked you what you had for dinner last night, uh, Ernest, what did you have for dinner last night? Uh, I had salmon, we had brown rice, some broccoli, and some scrimps. <laughs> okay. Or, or some shrimps. <laughs> I, said it, I said it the same way to say it. This is the culture, baby. Some shrimp. All right. So, but you, you led the description of what you had with the protein, right? Yeah. And if you would have had chicken last night, you would have said chicken first. If you would have had steak last night, you would have said steak first. So, yeah. uh, 
I'm not vegan or vegetarian or anything like that. I do believe in having a plant-based diet, but also incorporating animal uh, protein. So there's it, it, nothing wrong with that. But for me to help change my mentality and even change the way I stock my refrigerator, I prioritize fruit and vegetable and it's just always in front of me more so. So even when I explain what I eat or even the portion on my plate, I'm trying to have more fruit and vegetable or, you know, really vegetables, more fruits, more of a snack or something like that or smoothie, but really having more vegetable options to where I'm not just saying I'm going to eat, you know, three servings of protein, chicken or something like that. And then a side of carbohydrate. And that's really where I want to get away from. Uh, and a lot of the Western diet, you would say, is, is kind of in that in that aspect. So, uh, so what you have for dinner last night? What did I have? I think I had a stir fry. I had a stir fry. I do that a lot. Sometimes I'm just putting different things in there. Um, I did use shrimp and a couple other different vegetables. I just toss them in there. Uh, sometimes I'll put some low sodium soy sauce on that and I'll be good to go. All right. So after, after that, I'm going to make my way on the back wall of the grocery store and I'm going to get to my protein. So that's going to be chicken, beef, uh, all the other different cuts. Really for me, I don't, I don't veer too far out of chicken, beef, and uh, seafood, whether it be the different types that we'll go over. But let's start with chicken. That's the most popular one. You know, everybody kind of goes to that, whether it be uh, chicken breast, chicken thighs, and things like that. Um, I feel like you really can't go wrong. Sometimes I'll do uh, ground chicken. And it's just really because it's lean. That, that is what you want in your protein choice. You want it to be lean. Um, and you can't go wrong with that. Sometimes uh, skinless is going to be a better choice because with the skin comes fat. So a lot of my chicken options are going to be chicken breast, uh, skinless chicken thighs, uh, ground chicken, and sometimes I'll do a, a chicken sausage, which is a little bit higher in fat, but then I make those macros work for me within my, within my diet. What about you, Ernest? So yeah, so we go chicken, chicken breast, skinless chicken breast, skinless boneless, uh, chicken thighs also. Uh, we'll go ground turkey. Uh, we go, uh, we get the lean ground beef. Uh, I think ninety six four. I think is the last time we got. Um, and uh, my son's birthday was a couple weeks ago, and so when I went to the store to to get the stuff, I saw they had bison. Okay, bison there. So I bought some bison meat, and we made very the, lean, very lean. Yeah, very lean, very lean. I think it was what nine nine percent or something like that. It was it was crazy. Um, it was also nine dollars and ninety nine cents. <laughs> a little bit more <laughs> expensive. I, yeah, yeah. But I wanted I wanted to try it. Um, I wanted to try making a burger out of it because I make pretty good burgers. So I made a burger. Um, made some bison burgers. Threw, threw them on the grill, and they were slamming. Of course, not <laughs> not just because it was bison, but because I made them. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and and we'll do we'll do the sausage. Um, we'll do um. We'll do some uh, some sausage, but it's it's uh, normally it's like a, a beef sausage, something like that, where it's probably not the uh, it's it is a little more fatty, but like you said, we kind of make it work in our micro uh, our macros, and uh, we don't eat it often and eat a lot of it. You know, um, okay. it, it'll usually last us um, with both of us eating it. It'll probably last us a week and a half. Okay, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, after chicken, uh, I I am not afraid of red meat. A lot of people say that they just never eat red meat. Um, a lot of studies, there's a lot of different studies, but if you're eating a real food diet and you are getting the adequate amount of vegetables and uh, whole grains in your system and you are living a healthy lifestyle, there's nothing wrong with a steak here and there. Um, I just haven't seen any studies to say that having red meat combined with a real food diet is going to be hazardous. It's more so somebody who's eating, you know, buttery mashed potatoes with their steak three, four times a week yeah. and just different things like that. So it's all moderation. It's all moderation. So, you know, if you want to have a steak here or there, by all means, go ahead into it. I mean, there's different cuts, um, but for the most part, the red meat in moderation is okay. Uh, I'm not really big on pork, uh, depending on really one of the times I really only eat pork is a pepperoni pizza, honestly. Um, other than that, it's, it's not really something that I, I crave or something that I really want to uh, add into my diet. There's people who have other reasons, you know, in terms of how they feel about the pig as an animal and the things that it eats. And, you know, some people say, hey, more bacon for me. Either way, uh, <laughs> it, it's not always the leanest. There are some lean pork chops, but for me personally, yeah. I, I, I'm not huge on the pork. Um, I have had bison before. I I do enjoy it. I've actually, you know, I've had a burger and I've also used it in uh just just pretty much anywhere you would use a ground beef because it, it is pretty close. So mm -hmm. it's just it's just a little bit uh, a little bit leaner. So uh, with those with those meat options, you really can't go wrong. And the places that uh, you may you might go wrong, uh, everybody has their different philosophies now. Would be uh, the fake meat. And that would be the Beyond Meat, the Boca, the Impossible Burgers, the Morning Star, all those different things. Um, but there just has not been enough studies for my liking for me to start putting those things into my body. I know some people feel like they have different ways of doing things, and that's fine. But really having a real food diet, which I would call, you know, just eating fruit, <laughs> vegetables, whole grains. Things that came from the earth, right? I don't, I don't, I really can't see how. Uh, and there, there's different ways that our our food gets to us, and it goes through different processes. So it's not like we're we're I'm getting things straight from a farm. So I do understand that, but getting something from a plant and having you know, 47 different ingredients in there, <laughs> that's not something I'm necessarily interested in doing. So right. the the ingredients on chicken, is chicken. And on a Beyond Burger, that's just not the case. So I'm not the place where I'm going to uh, dabble into that. I've tried some different options. Uh, can't remember the brand, but it was like a meat crumble or something like that. Maybe made like some tacos or something like that. And it, it was it was fine. It wasn't bad, but I just feel like it, it's not necessary for me and my diet. All right. I have. Uh, I don't think we have had any meat-based products or non-meat-based products, no fake meat products, anything like that. We don't, Okay. we've never even, we never even tried it. Um, I know I haven't. I would venture to say she hasn't either. Okay. Um, I think, but I know my sisters do. So okay. uh, I think my sisters do eat um, some um, non-meat meat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, so one of my, my my one of my sisters is a pescatarian. Okay. 
which, uh, you know, I think she just eats the fish and things like that. Yeah, it's all seafood. Um, but, yep. Yeah, all seafood. And um, and the other sister, she's not a pescatarian, but she um, she bounces from different diets and tries different things as far as her, her food intake. And, you know, um, that's that's what she chooses to do. And so, um, okay. you know, yeah, but I think they, they eat the, the fake meat products and stuff like that and they and they like it and they enjoy it and I guess it works it works for them for whatever their goals whatever their goals are. I yeah. guess they get they get the results that they're looking for for the time period that they're looking for those results. And so um but yeah but yeah again that's not I don't think I don't think I would ever want to try that. Well what what I find a lot of times with people who uh start eating these products, it's almost like a domino effect, meaning that um starting it, it's never a solitary decision so let's say let's take for example Ernest your your previous diet prior to starting this process you know about 18 months ago it's not like you just said imagine if you said I'm just going to replace uh, all the animal protein I'm eating with these substitute meat products but I'm still not going to work out I'm still not going to eat vegetables I'm still going (laughs) to not drink as much water it would your would your health be pretty much close to the same I would imagine so. Exactly. So a lot of times what happens is somebody who introduces these new products, all the other dominoes start to fall. And now they kind of attribute the new health and success to not the whole process, but just kind of putting it, you know, more so on, hey, I'm eating this way now and I feel so much better. But also look at your plate. You don't eat the fries. You're eating a side salad and all these other things that come with mm-hmm. usually, usually with eating these these. uh substitute meat products. So, hey, if you if you want to try them, go ahead and try. Just make sure that you are reading the back and there there's there's a high level and a low level version of all those different things. So, just really research and see what you're eating. Uh we'll probably touch on those things in a later episode, but we don't want to get too far into that. Uh the next type of protein that majority of people get, especially Midwest. It's going to be lunch meat. It's going to be mm. deli meat, um, ham, turkey, salami, bologna, roast beef, all these things because people like sandwiches. You know, <laughs> I've done enough food blogs in my time to realize that the, the sandwich, <laughs> the sandwich is American yeah, right there. Right? <laughs> yeah, more more so, American than apple pie. The sandwich. So, so really that, that, that sandwich uh, is going to have the lunch meat and you want to limit that. So that's not something that I buy consistently. Um, very rarely do I uh, go out and get any type of lunch meat. It's just going to have too much sodium, uh, nitrates, different things that I just, I'm just not interested in adding to my diet. So I know some people like to add those things to salads or uh, and other, other things that may be healthy. But I feel like for me to not eat a sandwich would mean that it's going to reduce my dairy intake, meaning I'm not going to eat uh, cheese. I'm not a huge dairy eater anyway. So think about if somebody were to make a sandwich, they would go, I'm going to add my sandwich meat, my lunch meat, which is not the best choice. Then they're probably going to add some type of cheese, which is dairy, which is not necessarily the best choice. There are some good choices, but just depending on uh who you are and what type of choice you make, then depending on the type of bread that you're choosing uh, could throw you off as well. And then on top of that, what type of uh, sandwich spread or whatever that you may be putting on it. So that might be a kind of a 
quadruple whammy when it comes to a, a food choice. If yeah. you are eating, you know, mayo, processed cheese, lunch meat, white bread, and that's not really going to have you feeling your most health, most healthy self. Right. I know we don't we don't play uh, we don't play uh, Xbox online together or nothing like that. But um, you would you wouldn't believe what my gamer tag is. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> what is that? My gamer tag is hot ham and cheese, baby. Oh man, hot ham and cheese, man. When I was growing up, there was nothing like a ham and cheese sandwich, but it had to be a hot. <laughs> I used to always I used to make I used to make a ham and cheese sandwich. And you got to throw it in the microwave for about fifteen seconds. Yeah, the cheese is melted and the ham is hot, and you and you you had yourself a winner right there. Hey, but, I, I I can relate, man. I might <laughs> I might one up you with this one. I, I had the the ham and cheese on the potato bread, right? With the crushed up chips on it, and <laughs> yeah, so I, I've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But again, but again, like you said, we come a long way. Like I don't remember the last time we bought, you know, uh, lunch meat. Yeah, we yeah. haven't bought lunch meat in you know maybe close to a year. It's just the changes, just the changes. Yeah. So back to a more healthy protein choice is going to be seafood. Uh, when it comes to fish, your, your salmon, even tuna, even canned tuna, whether it be a, a light in water choice, it's fine. Uh, sardines, I'm not a huge uh, <laughs> sardine eater, uh, but those are a healthy choice. Trout, uh, cod, and then of course you got your shrimp, scallops, Crab, lobster, clams, mussels, oysters, those things you really can't go wrong with. I know some people are just not huge seafood fans, uh, but those are very lean protein options. And if you're getting them from a good place, you're going to be able to have a, a really healthy choice with that. Yeah, I really leaned on uh, for variety. Sake, like, you know, when we first started, we were like, well, we got to eat a lot of chicken. We used to meal prep and all, all of our Typical bodybuilder. All of our all of our Tupperware was brown rice, broccoli, and like a chicken breast. And we was like, we're gonna eat this and we're gonna lose weight. And quick then by, way to, by, uh, by quick way to by, wanna quit. Listen, by Tuesday, we we're like, yeah, <laughs> we need to we need to order a, a, a pizza or something, because this ain't yeah. this ain't it. But then we started incorporating the salmon and like the, the cod and you know, and throwing some shrimp and stuff like that. And so that, that really helped, you know, put variety in your meal and, you know, um, healthy variety in your meal. So that was, that would, that really helped us a lot, really push through that, that wall of kind of that eating that same thing, being repetitive and, yeah, yeah. you know, not having and, that. And that's not that what health, healthy choices are. It's not what eating healthy is. It's not a punishment. It's not a, uh, it shouldn't be something that you detest doing or you feel like I have to, uh, you know, kind of hold my nose and power through that. That is not a, a healthy lifestyle. Uh, maybe you might get some of that from some people who are in that bodybuilding or uh, they do shows, whether it be physique shows. Yeah, those people have extreme goals. And when you have an extreme goal, you have to have extreme, uh, an extreme process. But that is not the typical person who just wants to be healthy. So really taking any type of bodybuilder diet of chicken, brown rice, broccoli, you know, three times a day, this is not going to work for you in the long term. It's not going to help you change your baseline. So 
Uh, that's, that's good that you got away from that. I, I really try to offer a lot of different options, but it's for you to figure out because you might not want to eat the way I eat, but long as it falls within this, the healthy parameters, that's perfectly fine. Uh, one fish that I, I do not eat is tilapia. It's just uh, uh, it's a really inexpensive, inexpensive uh, just farmed fish that just not... If you look up tilapia, you're gonna you're gonna see some things that you might not want to hear. So I would I would really try to stay away from that. Yeah, well, we we used to eat tilapia, and we stopped maybe about probably before we started this process. So maybe yeah. going on a little more than two years. Okay. Before we had tilapia because we we did some research on it and yeah, saw some uh, some stuff about it. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't yeah. do it no more. I don't want to say anything if somebody's eating while they're uh, listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, another another great protein source is going to be eggs. Uh, brown, mm. white, doesn't matter. Uh, or even what I use sometimes are liquid egg whites. So it's, say I am making a using eggs in a dish or in a, in a meal, I'm going to possibly add some extra liquid egg whites for a little bit more uh, protein because there's nothing, there's no carbohydrates or fat coming with those egg whites. Uh, some people make egg whites just with the natural egg, whatever, you know, floats your boat, but that is a great source of protein. All right, let's get to the carbs, that four letter word. Mm, <laughs> carb, carb, poor carbs, man. They didn't do nothing to nobody. Yeah, man. Well, they, I mean, yeah, they ain't do nothing to nobody. No, no, no. The carbs didn't do nothing to nobody. The, 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 the people abused the carb. It's not the other way around. I've never seen a carb knock on nobody's door. <laughs> never never assaulted anybody on the street. So Guns don't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so these carbs, when it, when it comes to carbohydrate, whole grains are going to be better. Uh, just Just... Simple carbohydrates, which is going to be white processed carbohydrates, are just not going to be what's best for you. So we can start with the bread. That's probably the carb that gets the worst rap of bread. People say, oh, you know, bread's terrible. Bread is this, bread is that. A lot of people have never even looked at the macronutrients uh, within bread. Uh, it does, it will have a little bit more sodium uh, that may throw off your daily intake of that. But there are some good options like Ezekiel bread, uh, whole grain bread. Uh, there's Dave's Killer bread, um, and whatever whatever brand you choose to use, it'll have you know, 21, 22 different grains in there. And these are whole grains that have not been stripped away, and the fiber has not been removed. And this is going to help you uh, with your digestive system. These are going to be higher in protein, and this is going to be a better choice for you versus that uh, that that Wonder bread. <laughs> So yeah, the, yeah. The, the, yeah the, the bread, the bread is something that doesn't have to be completely eliminated out your diet. It just has to be used in moderation and the right choice has to be made. And that is something that maybe costs a little bit more when you are making a more healthy bread choice. Yeah, we eat a whole wheat bread. I've been a I've been eating whole wheat bread most of my most of my life. So I don't think we I don't think we ever were like a, a white bread. Okay. family growing up um, yeah and i know my mom eats the bread with you know all the the seeds and the grains and stuff in it and so those i i can eat those from time to time but um i don't incorporate a lot of that into my diet okay um, yeah i think because it's just i don't know it's just 
it's a thing you have to get used to. It's different. To, it's yeah, different. It's different. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. It's different. And so, you know, uh, when you, it's one of those things about that baseline. As you, you know, you pull yourself off of that baseline from which you were conditioned to to lean back on growing up. Yeah. You know, as you venture out further and farther, there's still things that kind of want to pull you back and be like, eh, we don't want to go that far. That's that's a little close to the edge. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just again those one of those things that we're you know, it's a work in progress. Yeah, and you gotta be careful with certain whole wheats. It's just uh, always read the back when when, yes. when you're in that grocery store and you are shopping for these healthy items. It's great to read the front. Of course, that's what you're gonna do. But the front you can be uh, manipulated if you don't really know what you're looking for. So always read the back. Um, there are some whole grain breads or excuse me. Uh, whole wheat bread options that are not 100% whole wheat. So they're pretty processed as well. So you have to take a look at those. Uh, the next, the next carb that gets a bad rap, you would uh, say rice, uh, poor rice. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the white rice, uh, but even a Jasmine rice, of course, brown rice. And then I really like to venture out and whether it be a quinoa or a, a farro, these different grains that you can, that you can try and they're, you're going to get a, a similar taste, a similar feel, but they're going to be healthier and they're going to have that fiber that a lot of people are missing when they're not eating uh, in a healthy manner. Yes. Yeah, it's not all about the brown rice. You can, you can mix it up. Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, mix it up. Uh, matter of fact, we had a Jasmine rice today. Okay. We had some Jasmine rice today. Um, we have some quinoa in the cabinet. We probably had it for a while now. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't know if either one of us knows how to make it. We haven't took the time, we haven't took the time to look it up and figure out how to make but, it. But the first step is in the house. There the you first go. step is having it in the house. Absolutely. Or even uh, like couscous. I mean, these are different things that you know you. Couscous. <laughs> oh, then he, he played for the Bulls in the nineties, right? <laughs> Number seven. Uh, Tony Tony Couscous. Yeah, right. From Croatia. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Sometimes. It, like we said, stepping outside that comfort zone, finding something new, and then you're breaking the monotony. I mean, how many days are you going to eat brown rice? Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. Try yeah. something new. So uh, into, into the pastas. <laughs> That's something that I witnessed firsthand when I was uh, giving you a visit one day. Yeah. And we decided to move. It was early in the process, and you were making your transition from uh, – the white, the white pastas to the, to the brown, to the whole grain, the whole wheat, excuse me. And, uh, you, you, you had a little bit of, uh, trepidation. <laughs> trepidation. You're a little trepidation. nervous. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, it turned out well, right? I mean, it was, it was good. That's, that, that's the, that's the only way to go now. Yeah. There you go. Just a very, very, very small thing to get used to. And after that, it, it becomes second nature and right. you are making that, that health, conscious choice and you are getting that much needed fiber within your system um i'll run down a couple different uh carbohydrates that are good choices oats oatmeal that's something i'm always using if you can get uh dry oats that are in bulk you can save some money i sometimes use the the larger one the one minute oats that can i, I can just put in with uh some water throw them in the microwave and there's people who still cut oats. That's a great option. I would try to stay away from so much more of the 
the packaged flavored ones, you know, the apples and cinnamon, the, the cinnamon spice and all those different things, because read the back, read the back and then read the back of the ones with, without those no, processed flavors, because you can always add your own flavors to the oatmeal, uh, the different berries, blueberry, raspberry, add your own touch of cinnamon in there. Um, you can put different uh, walnuts and different things, just, you know, flavor it yourself. And then you're going to have more of a, a, unprocessed meal with that and you you guys do much oatmeal it's not really i haven't seen uh, that we, on your food log too much no no, no. we're not a, we're not really big on oatmeal my son will eat oatmeal so we'll, okay. we'll get him some oatmeal but uh for us not too much okay um and then to tortillas different wraps uh when it comes to tortillas corn beats flour every time when we're talking about health talking about calories we're talking about sodium so that's a direction i always want to go when you're maybe having a, uh, you know, Southwest Mexican inspired dish, you want to go corn versus flour. And then uh, beans, legumes, these, these things, lentils, chickpeas, kidney, kidney beans, black beans, pinto beans, those are all great choices. Uh, there, there's really no way to go wrong with those. So these, these are the great choices that you want to have. If, you're, if it, that's not on the list of the carbohydrates that you're eating or things you're looking at, uh, white potatoes, or sweet potatoes are a good option. White potatoes kind of get a bad rap, but as long as you're not putting a you know a stick of butter on there, <laughs> you should be good to go with those. Right. That's one of the things we, when we stopped kind of doing the fries and things like that, we would kind of chop up a potato, kind of bake that, season it, bake it. You know, it was just as good. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good choice. And then after that, we're going to jump into dairy so for dairy i'm really just gonna go um very limited cheese options that i might use just as a little bit of kind of a flavor topping on a certain dish so maybe it might be mozzarella uh blue cheese real crumbled blue cheese feta cheese uh parmesan cheese some people like goat cheese swiss cheese is a good option uh even cottage cheese that's a big staple in bodybuilding uh, communities because of the high protein intake. Um, but I just want to stay away from processed cheese. So those options right there, not bad. And Greek yogurt. I have, I've kind of fallen back from Greek yogurt. It, it doesn't always feel that too great. It doesn't feel that great within my system all the time. Sometimes people kind of throw those in smoothies and it's another great way to get some additional protein uh, without all the carbohydrates. Yeah, we tried we tried Greek yogurt for um, a couple of our smoothies, uh, yeah. maybe a few months back, but we really didn't. We weren't really big fans of it yeah. either, so we kind of yeah. fell off of that also. And then, then really with dairy, uh, the milk, the milk. Everybody has their own philosophy of milk. Um, I don't drink it. <laughs> about seventy five percent of the population of the world has a, a lactose intolerance, so I'm not big on milk. Um, I really don't use too much almond milk or anything like that. Some people use those as substitutes um, in their smoothies and different things like that. So those are good choices, almond milk, oat milk, coconut milk. So those are better choices. I'm not going to make a whole episode on dairy. There's a lot we can talk about there. But when I'm in that grocery store and I'm throwing things in that cart, those are the few, few, few dairy products that I am putting in my cart. All right. So I've, I've worked my way around. And we've got vegetables, we've got produce, we got protein, we got carbohydrates. 
really now it's about making these things taste good. So some kitchen staples. What what are some things that you keep you guys keep in your kitchen? All right. So Whether it be we seasonings have, or oil yeah, sprays. Yeah. So we have a uh, EVOO, which is extra virgin olive oil. Shout out to Rachel Ray. Uh, we got. <laughs> are you going to pay for that? <laughs> no, no, no. She's just you know. Uh, we we have um, salt, pepper, obviously, and then we um, spice it up with some obey, some lemon pepper, um, occasion seasoning that we have, um, chili flakes, um, pepper, chili pepper flakes. Okay. What else is in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and a bunch of other stuff. Okay. Okay. That, that, that's the most important part right there. If you're, if you're buying these lean options and you're getting a lot of you know, fruit, vegetables, and these, these whole grain carbohydrates, you want to make them taste good. So having that variety and flavor, not just always in food choice, but flavor as well. You can make uh, chicken or beef or whatever it may be, taste a whole bunch of different ways, but you just can't get bored within your diet because then say, then you're going to fall off and say, all right, well, I'm, I need to go get takeout. I need to go get uh, something, maybe mom's home cooking that you've been avoiding because mm-hmm. you are not providing that variety for yourself. So there, there's no calories in seasoning. <laughs> maybe if you get a, a marinade or something like that, and again, always look at the back, but if you're, if you're seasoning, your food has to have flavor. There's bodybuilders that are worried about uh, sodium and they're trying to dehydrate themselves so they're not going to eat certain things on their food you are not a bodybuilder uh, if you are listening to this podcast and you're a bodybuilder awesome but you're probably not learning that much <laughs> new information so uh you're probably here for the entertainment quality possibly so really just making sure that your food tastes great is really important i use um, olive oil a lot sometimes i use sesame oil if i'm using maybe an asian inspired dish um, definitely staying away from things like vegetable oils, uh, butters and different things like that. to just not cooking with condiments for me. If you ask my family, they know I am the ketchup king <laughs> ketchup. I, I try to find a healthy version of it or be a low sodium, something that's more organic without high fructose corn syrup. But I do like ketchup. Uh, mustard is a great option. A lot of people like because it is a lot of times, uh, zero calories. Um, I don't do mayonnaise, hot sauce, barbecue sauce, not something I'm huge on, but there are some good options in that. Uh, there's a brand. Hot sauce? You don't, you don't like no hot sauce? No, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said barbecue. I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of putting barbecue sauce on too many of my foods. Okay. There's not a lot of flavor options that I'm using with that. But and then also soy sauce. I'll use low sodium soy sauce or uh, liquid aminos. So uh, soy sauce is fermented and the aminos are not, they're very close, but they have um, less sodium and taste just as great. So that's something that's just less salty, but tastes really great as well. So I like that. And then uh, I guess people, a lot of people buy uh, pre-made salsa, which is not a bad choice. Um, I like to make my own pico when I have time. So it's not that hard. And those are great options is adding different flavors. So let's say you got some brown rice or you got some other things that you're eating and you add that to it. Now you got more variety in your flavor and then you're getting a bunch of colors on your plate. So now that you're adding uh, that health benefit and getting those micronutrients. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, so we don't do mayonnaise also. 
uh, we're not a big mayonnaise family. Yeah. Um, but we will have the we will have the ketchup and uh, the barbecue sauce. But we um, we have tried this uh, barbecue sauce called Stubbs. Yeah. Yep. And the reason the reason being is because, like you said, we're dropping a lot of brands on here, man. I'm not seeing any any checks coming in. You just hey, give us all types of shout outs, free listen, shout outs. Shout them out. <laughs> They yeah. see they see you shout them out, then they come that's, say, "Hey, that's not I how like, it works. I like what you're doing here." That's, that's not how it works. That's not how it works? No. Oh, my bad. You say I like barbecue sauce, and then you I explain like... what it looks like, oh, but okay. you don't say the brand. All right, I like remember, barbecue sauce. Remember Michael Jordan put? I don't want to spoil the last dance for anybody. <laughs> Michael Jordan had to wear a Reebok warm up in the Olympics, mm-hmm. and right. he put. America flag over the Reebok symbol because he's, he's a Nike out athlete. Oh, that's why. Exactly. Nah. But we out here throwing out all types of brands and I get no checks, man. Okay. <laughs> we, okay. We, got, we got to limit that. So there's this barbecue <laughs> sauce that I like. You know, it's, it's a, it has a, a black cowboy in the front uh, on the label. And the, <laughs> and the reason why, the reason why uh, I use it and we like it is because, like we said earlier, when you go to the grocery store, it's important to read the back. And so we read the back label, saw the ingredients, and realized that they didn't have a lot of extra things in it, that high fructose corn syrup and things like that weren't, weren't yeah. a part of it. And so we're able to use that for uh, some of our dishes. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, what about the no-no list? So maybe in a previous life, mm. <laughs> there are some things that you would buy uh, regularly, but you do not anymore. And I would call this kind of uh, the no-no list. So uh, I'll let you... Uh, talk about yours, and then I'll I'll tell you mine. So I'm gonna keep the list short, okay? Because the no-no list is a long list. <laughs> I so things that I used to get that I don't that we don't buy now. That they're like absolute, just not even a sometimes. We're not even a sometimes, right? So um, Oreos, we don't buy the Oreos anymore. Um, the double stuffs, we can't do the double stuffs no more. So we 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 cut that out. Um, we cut out so like the cookies and things like that. Um, uh, the ice cream, we don't buy the ice cream uh, outside of like birthday or something like that. We're not we're not getting ice cream um, and keeping it in the house. Okay. Uh, sodas, the two liters, the you know the buy three for five dollar two liters. We're not we're not yeah. doing it anymore. Yeah, 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 I see the sale signs, but I'm not doing it. Um, and like the candies and the chips. Um, the donuts, the, um, the little, uh, hostess cupcakes. That's my wife's favorite thing. Her favorite thing is, is the hostess cupcakes and a York peppermint patty. Like if it's her <laughs> birthday, if it's her birthday and I forgot, if I come home, if I pull up to the, to the gas station and get a hostess cupcake and a York peppermint patty oh, and man. a 99 cent card, I'll be good. Right. <laughs> okay. That's how much she likes those things. But you know, um, but yeah, those are those are things that we don't we don't buy anymore. Okay, okay. Um, for me, and these are not necessarily things that I used to eat, but they're something that I would just consider that if you are looking to have your healthiest self, you probably want to remove these things from your diet and just not even look at them anymore. But you know, unless it's some type of emotional attachment that you have to one of these things, you want to limit them to very, very, very few times per year. So I would say uh, things like uh, hot dogs, uh, jellies, processed cheese slices, uh, on the white breads we talked about, uh, 
noodles, the, the oodles and noodles, ramen noodles, top ramen, whatever you want to call it. That is just not the way to go. The TV dinners, you've heard me call them uh, sad person meals. <laughs> when, when, you're, when you're in a grocery store and that person has about 14 of those things on, on, the, on, the, on the aisle or whatever, the, the, on, the, on the belt, it's like, man, you, you just have no plans of ever cooking. And nobody, yeah. nobody's cooking for you. That, that's uh, just, that's a sad sight to see. Swanson cook for me. Oh man, whatever <laughs> it may be, uh, all those different brands, the the hungry man's and all those things, they man. they don't taste good. You can't lie to me. It, it's it's convenience, but man, it, it is not worth it. Uh, Kool Aids, juices, Minute Maids, those things just high. I mean, basically sugar water. Uh, Pop tarts, hot pockets, pizza rolls. Fish sticks, uh, chicken nuggets, Eggo waffles, uh, those things that you, um, donuts, and uh, kind of what you talked about as well, Ernest. Just those kind of uh, packaged snacks, whether it be the 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 cupcakes and the honey buns and the, all those different things in those aisles. Usually, they're like kind of right next to the bread aisle and stuff like that. Uh, those are just something that you just have to eliminate from your diet. And if you don't want to eat them, don't buy them. You know, and it sounds simple. And, but it is that simple. Sometimes it's tough if somebody else in your house eats them and you have to buy them and then possibly you're kind of exposed to them. But the best way to do that is just kind of just don't even have them in your house. Uh, but some of, for, for me personally, um, I used to eat some of these things, you know, like the Hot Pockets. And this is like when I was in college and different things like that. And I, I would eat some of those things. I would, I would, I wasn't afraid to eat a pop tart or something like that, but or some noodles. But I mean, right now, I mean, it just doesn't even look good to me. So right. my my whole baseline has changed, really. So really, I just kind of stay away from those things. But yeah, once you start eating those things, uh, just the amount of sodium and just just it's not going to be you're not going to get the nutrients that you need from those. Uh, let's see if we can wrap this thing up. Uh, when you when you go in that grocery store, basically. Your mind's got to be on fresh produce, vegetables, fruit. Take it around the corner, lean meat. Get your meat options, whether it be seafood, whatever, whatever your thing is with that. And then buy yourself those complex carbohydrates. So you're not getting any of those simple, white, processed uh, carbohydrates. And then after that, make it taste good. However you want to do it make it taste good. So uh, if you want to have uh, different uh, nut butters, like, you know, peanut butter, almond butter, different things like that, uh, that's fine. Uh, it's, about, it's about eating things that you enjoy that are healthy. It's not about not eating things <laughs> that you don't enjoy to be healthy. That, that's just not a way to, to live your life. And it's not going to be sustainable at all. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, so eat real food. If you don't know what real food is, ask yourself, was it alive before? <laughs> Pretty simple, right? <laughs> yep. So you also want to make sure that you're reading the backs, reading your labels. Um, take the time, figure out what, what's, in the pro what's in the product you're buying. Um, eggs should have eggs in them. Egg whites should be egg whites. Fish should be fish. Um, you know, those, it should, the, the ingredient list should be simple to read, easy to read, easy to understand. If there's things in there, uh, if it takes 
45 things to make your product that they're trying to sell you, try to find something that doesn't have so many ingredients that are hard to pronounce and hard to read. Um, it should be simple. Shopping should be uh, simple. And then once you get the hang of it, um, and once you start doing it, it's going to become more natural to you. It's going to become easier to you. You're going to be able to avoid uh, some of the pitfalls of just looking at the, fir- the, the front packaging or the front label. Um, and like you said, the things that are kind of misleading to you. Yeah. And, and to take it a step further, buy stuff that doesn't have labels. Mm. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. You, know, you got, you got your, your fruit, your vegetables, even when it comes to your, your, your protein options, they're not really telling you what's in a <laughs> chicken breast. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the less packaged goods that you're buying, you're probably better off. That was a good point, Ernest. I know that's a big change that you've made within your diet as well. Cool. Uh, I hope anybody listening that helped them out and they can get in and get out. You know, they got their mask on and they're doing their supermarket shuffle. <laughs> they're right. keeping their six feet distance. Yeah, man. They can get in and out and just hit that perimeter and stay <laughs> stay away from the inside processed goods. Mm-hmm. That has been Stronger Inside. Until next time. Yeah.